0: Do you have this strong intuitive feeling that you are just destined to build a business and a life that stands out amongst the rest, but you just don't know how to get there? I feel you, I've been there, and I can see that you are another fellow flamingo just waiting to take flight. My name is Megan Shallow, social media guru and founder of BNL Media Consulting, and this is exactly what I have done through building my own beautiful empire that has become a unicorn in the social media management world, as well as a safe space for entrepreneurs to feel empowered with their digital marketing. All of this was founded on the basis of Three magical words breathe, nourish, and love. Are you ready to learn how to be that entrepreneur who shows up online and offline with confidence, has a business that makes an impact in this world, and lives a life full of connection, love, prosperity, and joy? If the answer is yes, then let's go. And hello, everyone. We are in January, January 2022. A good year. I mean, every single year I've been going in super excited because I'm just so curious what's going to happen. Um, as I've grown my business and really dove into all of these things, I've realized that there is very little I have control of. And a lot of faith just has to move forward with me, knowing that it's all going to align the way that it's meant to. So as I continue this podcast, I am learning so much. So thank you all for listening as I continue to learn how to navigate, how to talk really casually and freely, but with structure, which is something as a Gemini and an entrepreneur and maybe someone with some ADHD tendencies, even my brain likes to go in so many different directions. So I am really curious to continue experimenting to see what this podcast is going to sound like even a year from now? Will I get caught up with my words as much? Will I remember to breathe more often? All of these things. Um, but today I'm really excited to be talking about what basically everyone is talking about and has been talking about since the middle of December, the algorithm. Um, it's the algorithm of life is very similar to the algorithm of Instagram. Things cross when you're meant to see them, usually in alignment with where you're at and what you're looking for. And so many things shift and ebb and flow and change in real life. And same with Instagram and the algorithm on that wonderful, beautiful community forward platform. And so What I've decided in these podcasts is I'm going to use the algorithm to help me find inspiration and for also for you all to find inspiration too. So first thing is I'm going to go find a quote because, well, the Explore page loves showing me quotes anyways. So I'm just going to go ahead and scroll, head into the magnifying glass, go into my Explore page and let's see what pops up. All right, I'm scrolling. Ah, there's one. What is meant for you will find its way back to you. Accurate. Love that. Um, and definitely a theme for today's like, con- like whole conversation about the Instagram algorithm and social media algorithm in general. So we're going to dive in, put your learning ears on because this is a learning podcast. I wanted to say class, but we're not really in a class. Hopefully you're walking. Maybe you have a piece of paper if you want to write things down, but I hope by the end of this chat, you will feel more confident in understanding how you can optimize your posts and your social media strategy to benefit the algorithm so that you are, that Instagram is favoring your content as much as possible. So the algorithm How do I feel about it? Basically how everyone feels about it. The title of this whole podcast is called Nothing to Fear, But the Algorithm Itself. And that really does resonate. It is something that is so outside the box that we can't really understand why it works, but we know it works and we just trust that it's going to work in our favor. But it seems like an uphill battle all the time. And that's where I love it and hate it uh, because I like predictability. I like knowing that if I'm going to post something, someone's going to see it. And of course, there's lots of those shifts about if you have some people can choose whether something's in chronological order or based on the algorithm. I've heard great arguments for both. We'll definitely dive into that on the Instagram feed a little bit. Um, but on this, we're just going to talk about how you can walk away today knowing how to optimize your posts on Instagram for the algorithm. It is more complex than all the other social platforms and their algorithms. I don't know why, uh, but it is very smart. Um, The the Instagram algorithm is one of the smartest algorithms I have seen. I know Google's definitely got one, um, but it's run a little bit differently. And so we're going to dive in and see what the research says. And I have read a few blog posts. I've been reading some Instagram posts from some of the experts out there. And here is what matters. We're going to break it down. So first, we're going to break down what matters when it comes to posting, which is the foundation of all your Instagram strategies. Posts are still key. They are not going away. Reels, of course, we're going to touch on that, are super important too. Um, But posts are the foundation of what everything is built on. So what matters to the algorithm when it comes to posts as a user, so how I'm going to explain this is when a user is using the Instagram, the Instagram, when a user is using Instagram, how do they see posts and what matters that's going to help it show up on the feed? So from a user's perspective, first, you have to look at the type of post. Certain people like certain types of posts. Some really love reels. Some really love carousels. Others really just like a static post. Maybe they follow a lot of quotes and like informative, inspirational stuff. So the type of post is the first thing that the algorithm picks up on what the user likes. And that's what they'll show more of. Then the next thing is who is the post Er, um, it's a weird when I say just poster it doesn't sound right so who is the poster aka who is the one posting the content if someone is like if there's a certain type of individual that someone engages with more they're gonna see more posts from that person so for example like when I like on my feed I really love following like there's a few inspirational women that speak. And also I have some quote people that I really love. I don't really watch their Instagram stories too much, but I love their static posts and their IGTVs or their long form video. So I see a lot of that in my algorithm because I always stop and look and I engage. So that usually comes up at the top of my feed always and then I'll see my friend's stuff. I love my friends too, but the algorithm is definitely changing. So I'm starting to see that I see more of the stuff like this at the top of my feed. So who is the poster is determining whether the algorithm is gonna show that content to you. What is the your type of activity as a user? So do they like, do they comment, do they share? Like, what is that activity? Like, how do they engage? Are they just creepers? Um, and so- and also how they interact. So the type of activity as user, actually, sorry, my apologies. I just got that confused. Type of activity is like, what are they interested in? And then how do you interact on social? That's whether, are they a liker or a commenter? Do they pause for long times on certain types of content? Like, what is it that they do? So that's the step number one. Like the algorithm looks at first how the user uses the platform and engages on the platform. Then after that, It'll with all of that put together, the algorithm creates this very in, like scientific score of interest. So the math, or however the algorithm, what's been built into the app does, it takes all of this information and creates a score of interest. And this is defined as how likely someone is to interact with a certain post. So that's what you want to fall under. Your, you want your posts. To be seen by those who have a high score of interest around that theme of the stuff that you do. That's how you're gonna be seen in the algorithm. Now, once these foundations have occurred and the algorithm dives even deeper, so that's the phase number one. That's where people get really, that's how the algorithm first picks up your posts and categorizes it for people to see. Then it dives even deeper. And so once those foundations have been built, you start, the algorithm starts to look at the types of interactions from a user on your content. So how much time is spent on a post? How many likes is this post getting? Are they getting comments? Are they getting saves? Are they getting taps on a profile? Is this user doing these things as well? Like is a user just creeping and scrolling and they only have time spent on a post or do they spend time on a post, then they like it, then they leave a comment, then they save it for later, then they tap on the profile to go look at more posts? How active is this user will determine whether they'll see more content and how frequently they'll see more content like that. So it starts to understand even more fully what things this user likes to see, and then they will show more of it. So the more likely a user is to take an action, the more heavily that action is weighted, And that's a quote directly from Adam Masseri, uh, head of Instagram. Um, And I don't know if you followed him on Instagram, but he knows a thing or two. I would definitely give him a follow. He's always the one to first update on anything. And he has a lot of videos. Um, I usually I follow him, but I've just muted his Instagram stories because I just am really I'm I'm one of those users that's really picky about what Instagram stories I watch every day. But he's definitely a knowledge um, and it is where even in the last year, he's really stepped in as the leader of how Instagram works. OK, so that's posts. And then, of course, you just have to when you're as like if you're a small business owner, if you're just someone that wants to start growing their Instagram feed, you got to go back to the foundations. Instagram posts, you got to have your locations, your hashtags, making sure your copywriting is really strong, all of those things that make a post optimal and more likely to increase your engagement, your likes, your saves, all of those things. Value is key. I will reiterate that over and over again. But just remember, you can't just post a photo and hope it does well. There is a lot of effort that has to go in, but go make the effort nice and easy and use inspiration from others in your network or on your feed that you know are also doing well and that the algorithm is favoring. Okay, so we all know that there's an algorithm for posts but did you know that there's also an algorithm for Instagram stories? And this is something that gets forgotten about but stories are designed to be binge watched. If you think about the behavior of how you even use Instagram stories, you always probably, um, I'm not gonna assume but I've talked to a lot of people and they're like, yeah, I totally do that. You land on Instagram, you land on your feed, You clear out your stories first and then you scroll the feed. That is very typical behavior. And the binge watching of the Instagram stories, it can happen really fast. And that's where people connect really deeply. So this is why consistency is so key with posts. You can get away with posting three to five times a week. No problem. Of course, if you want to go viral and you want to do all those things, then yes, you have to increase, increase, increase. But if you have a strategy and it's just a part of your overall business growth or your account growth in general, Three to five posts is totally fine. But the Instagram stories, ideally, and I'm speaking from an ideal world where it feels completely feasible, ideally you're posting every single day. Now, I personally have a really hard time posting every single day, and I'm gonna be completely authentically vulnerable about that. Um, For me, showing up on camera can be a lot. Um, It takes a lot of energy, and I am not always ready to... Be camera ready. And it's not that I don't feel confident, but I just want to make sure that when I'm coming on stories, I'm bringing value. So it is something that as a team, we are exploring how B&L can show up on stories every day where it doesn't feel like it has to be me. And so over 2022, this next year, you will start to see those implementations where we do show up on Instagram stories, but it's as a team and it's not just my personal brand. Um, My personal brand will show up in a whole bunch of other ways, which I cannot wait to tell you about as we continue to grow together. Um, but Instagram stories is really important. It is how you communicate with the following that you currently have and showing up every day. The more views you gain on your Instagram stories, the more frequently you'll move to the front of the binge watching stream. So if you have more popular Instagram stories and you're more frequent, you'll be at the top. So people will see you first and then they'll binge you before they go through their entire story feed. Some people follow way too many people, so they never get to the end. So you want to push yourself to the front so they'll always see your stories first. So, it's a very simple algorithm, it has nothing to do with hashtags or anything like that. It really is all about consistency. So, that's stories for you. Now, we are going to talk next. Reels, Reels, the wonderful new feature that I really do love and I think has brought this Instagram platform to life and has allowed people to really connect with others on a deeper level. I've also realized I have some really funny friends that I didn't know were absolutely hilarious, both professionally and personally. So I'm so grateful for this new feature. Um, one thing that can be the biggest struggle with reels is creating reels consistently seven days a week, um, even two days a week. Seems like a really big chunk of time when you're doing it all by yourself. So I feel you I get it um, and I'm not going to tell you you have to do it, but. It is important. It is a thing that even b and are my social media management agency, we had to figure out how we could even put it into our packages so that we can optimize and offer reels as a service. Uh, wasn't sure if we were going to be able to do it. Definitely have learned we totally can. Um, and we've created some great reels. We actually just had one reels go I would say viral, um, in some way. It got 10,000 views and it was a huge win for us. Um, and so TikTok, TikTok reels is really important and it does also have its own algorithm. Um, as you've seen, it does, it has been favored by the algorithm, um, because it's a new system and people are really enjoying it it is becoming like if you like a few reels from someone, you'll start to see all of their Instagram reels. So if a reels is entertaining, inspiring, or experimental even, and uses creative tools like text, camera effects, or filters, it will perform better. And of course, if you're using trending audio, or if you're following a trend, it will also perform really well. Um, right now, when I go to my explore page, I'm seeing a lot of dog ones because I started liking a bunch of dog ones. And so the algorithm has picked up that I'm a huge fan of dog audio where there's humor involved and I just get to watch cute dogs do a bunch of funny things. Instagram is fun that way. And we are going to talk about the explore page. But first, let's just quickly talk about how you can optimize reels for the algorithm. So with reels, there are a few things that you need to catch people's attention. So in order for the algorithm to favor your reels, there are a few key components. One, that cover photo, whether it's you choose a cover photo within the image that has a text box that catches people's attention, or you actually have a tangible cover photo to use that you've created through Canva or another graphic design platform. That is key for grabbing people's attention, making people stop, um, I am a huge fan of when I'm looking at my Explore page, the ones that I can read the text from the Explore page, which means, and it's also in the video because with the Explore page, the video actually plays. So you're not just seeing the cover photo, you are seeing the whole video in action. So you want that text to be readable and that's going to catch people's attention and increase your views on that. Of course, we will do a whole segment on reels. Um, I even have a guest that I'm going to bring on who's going to dive into it even more. Uh, but this is that is the key piece to get people's attention. Remember, the algorithm wants to know, are people stopping for a significant amount of time on this type of content? So if your followers aren't star- stopping and watching, the algorithm's going to think people aren't interested. So you need to have something eye catching at the beginning there in order to get them going. And to get them stopping, actually, (laughs) and watching. So that's number one. Then number two, of course, leveraging your hashtags. I just have to say this over and over again. Previous episode, we talked about how to build a hashtag bundle. We talked about how to optimize all that. So if you haven't listened yet, go back, listen, write it down, get your hashtags all organized, and start getting clear on how you're going to leverage those. And of course, your copywriting style, having a headline, having a bulk section where you're explaining what's happening and what's going on. And then a call to action at the end, all of these things to increase engagement, increase time people spend on your photos or on your video. And also shares, likes, saves, all of those things. This is how the algorithm gets like attaches to your, to your entire like profile. So. That is where Reels are really important. A lot of people are saving Reels for later use, for later inspiration. So the save action is actually really great. Um, They're commenting, they're sharing to their Instagram stories. They're using more of these things on Reels, which makes sense why the algorithm is favoring Reels so much because people are engaging way, way more. So if you haven't started Reels yet, start experimenting now. It is not going away. We will be here b Fly Flamingo Fly, I am here to help you all figure this out, but for now, just know it's got to be a part of what you're doing in some way, shape, or form. All right, last but not least, the algorithm for the mysterious explore page that we all see, we all watch, but don't really understand why we should be using it and why it's important for our business platforms as well as any social platform that wants to grow. All right. Here is what matters for the explore page. You have to, the most important actions that will help your post get on an explore page are saves, likes, and shares. Okay. So these, these are saves, likes, and shares. They are like, I'm starting to see them as really important buttons that you want people to use because it means that they want to repeat seeing that content okay so saves likes and shares they keep that content organized behind the scenes so you can actually go back and look at it Um, shares you can save it into your highlights and have it in your instagram stories and it's forever there for you to go back and look on saves of course it goes into your saved file likes you can actually go and see all the photos that you have liked so these are things where it's staying in your orbit. And it's really telling your the algorithm that you really like to see more of this content, comments and stuff, they are great. But for some reason, the algorithm is picking up this. So that's just like my critical thinking going, maybe this is why there is no actual answer. I'm not sure. Um, But that's my assumption. And so this page, right now, like I said, I'm seeing a lot of dog stuff. <laughs> and I'm seeing a lot of inspirational quotes. So the reels are dogs, but the feed is mostly quotes. And I'm also seeing a lot of travel photos and travel bloggers. So that's what my feed looks like. I remember one time I went on, I was working with a fitness company um, and I went on their explore page and there was just a bunch of like fitness men everywhere. And I was like, I promise that's not me. Um, but I mean, nice to look at obviously, but (laughs) was it my algorithm to play with? And so everyone's explore page looks so different. Um, I'm always actually nervous to go look at other people's explore pages because then you start to learn, uh, what they actually are watching and looking at. And sometimes it could be, I don't know. Um, maybe there are things that you don't want to know they like. Um, so it's always it's almost like the explore page is a very private page um, in that it's super oriented towards what your behavior is on social. So if you want to make sure that if someone were to look at your explore page, it's appropriate and in alignment with you, then definitely watch what you're engaging with. Uh, but that the explore page seems to get forgotten, but that is where people find new content that is in alignment with what they like. So if someone really loves, let's say shopping and they engage with a lot of boutiques and all of that stuff, and you are also a boutique, you will most likely show up on their explore page because the algorithm thinks that they'll also like your content So you want to show up on the explore page. It's a wonderful place to land. Normally, if you have a random post that went viral and you have no idea why, it's most likely because it showed up on an explore page with a huge niche seeing it that is in alignment with who you are targeting. So it's a forgotten one, but it's an important one. And everyone wants to get found on the explore page at some point. So keep an eye on it. See what hashtags are helping you get on that page and start using them even more. And then of course, start curating your own explore page and make sure it's in alignment with what you actually want to see. And yeah, learn how the algorithm is understanding you and see if it's right. I think it's a great way to be a user and pretend to be a user, even if you are a business owner and you're focusing more on that. I want more reach. I want all the things. Also focus on pretending to be someone that still just scrolls for fun. Okay, so that's it it's a lot. Um, the algorithm is forever changing, but the foundations I believe are going to stay the same for this platform. And the key is to begin with focusing on those foundations, making, checking out your insights, following, like if you use later.com, which is a great inspiration for me. And they inspired this talk today. Um, use them, like use their insights in order to get more access to understanding how your posts are performing. And if you see some posts are not getting good likes, follows, saves, or anything like that, maybe you should stop doing as many of those and switch to the types of posts that are getting more engagement. You want to cater your posts and your type of content to what the algorithm is picking up on for your account. And the best way to do that is looking at the data and figuring out what that is. So as always... It is so great connecting with you and sharing what I'm learning every day, both around social media as well as business and life. You all inspire me daily to continue to grow and learn even more. And if you took something away from this podcast, let me know in the comments, on the social media, or even send a DM. I loved this episode and I really love doing more of these. If you have any topics that you'd like to talk about or you'd like to dive deeper into, Just send me a message, an email, however you want. And I'd love to be able to feature that. Um, So if you love this episode of Fly Flamingo Fly, head on over to iTunes or the podcast recording or streaming service that you use. Click subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. It's all so much appreciated as it helps me continue to build this wonderful community And I want to thank you all. And I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. Enjoy the power of social media. Keep engaging. Keep creating. And I will chat with you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Fly Flamingo Fly with BNL. We are so grateful you stopped by. And we hope that something from today's conversation ignited the inspiration you were looking for so that you can keep moving forward towards the life of your dreams. This podcast was produced by BNL Media Consulting with the amazing help of Podigy Podcasts. We'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode, so be sure to leave us a review as well as give us a follow on Instagram at BNL Social. If you need any help with your social media marketing, feel free to visit our website at www.bnlmediaconsulting.com and we would be more than happy to support you. We hope you have an amazing day and we cannot wait to connect with you again next time. Have a good one, everyone.